In today's episode, I'm going to change tack a little bit. And rather than talking about how to start your online fitness business or how to move an offline fitness business online, I'm going to talk about how you can grow an online fitness business. So specifically, if you are at the point where you are coaching online, if you do have some clients, if you are generating some revenue, but you are stuck then I'm going to teach you how we look at growth, scale, and how you can put a plan in place to build and scale your online fitness business over the next year. Welcome to the Propane Business Podcast. I'm Johnny. And I'm Yusuf. We set up and built propanefitness.com into the profitable semi-automated system that it is today, which allowed us to quit our corporate jobs and coach online full-time. More importantly, we were able to do this without a huge online audience or being glued to social media every day. We're now ready to share everything from the failures we've made to the systems that now consistently generate hundreds of thousands in revenue. We help personal trainers, coaches, and gym owners do the same by avoiding the mistakes we've made and the best practices going forward. Subscribe to this podcast to learn what we're doing and what we've done to build and scale propanefitness.com. We'll be teaching you how to generate a steady flow of online clients, win at Facebook ads, automate your coaching systems, and to achieve financial independence. So most of our content is centered around starting um, just because the industry is very, very new um, and most coaches aren't making online a big part of their focus. Obviously, as you're listening to this, um, it's, um, well, I don't know when it is when you're listening to this, but as I'm recording this, it's August 2020. Um, The UK has been in lockdown for big chunks of this year because of coronavirus and gyms have been shut, which has forced the hands of a lot of trainers to move online or start some kind of online business. So more and more, we are being reached out to by trainers who have a handful of clients and have kind of seen the potential of this stuff. So I've heard this this phrase and sentence so many times of like, lockdown has really proven to me that online is the way to go. Like it's really proven to me that being able to still work in the industry that I'm passionate about with clients, with people that I like working with, but in a way that kind of makes sense for my lifestyle, I've realized that that's what I want to do. And that's how I kind of want to express my interest in this industry. And that's awesome. Um, But it means that a lot of people are experiencing the next kind of phase of the challenge. So part one of the challenge in, in building your online fitness business to the point where you want it to get to is gaining the initial traction, making your first online sale, coaching your first online client. And people do that in lots of different ways. Some people do it in ways that have a lot of future scale. Um, So, I mean, obviously I'm biased, but the way way we teach things in propane business is, you know, building the systems that are going to work in five years time and then using those systems to get your first clients. So our clients have a path to scale from day one. They understand how it's all going to work from one client to a hundred clients in theory. But some people are at this point where they are kind of, they've acquired five to 10 clients. They may be making 500 to 15 a month in whatever currency you you use. And each client's usually taking kind of one to two hours per week to serve through a one-to-one setup or system. And often that's because they've used their organic socials. They've maybe had a following on the platform. Um, Or maybe it's clients that they've worked with offline previously, friends of friends, colleagues, all these sorts of things. And I would refer to this range as as almost being the no man's land of the online fitness game. And the reason for that is it's taking up probably not an insignificant amount of time. So if you at the extreme end of that, if you have 10 clients and each one's taking, let's say, well, 
two hours a week would be 20 hours, 10 hours a week is 10 hours, like even 10 hours a week. If you're juggling that around kind of offline PT, running your gym, whatever, that's 10 hours of time that's probably going to be in time that was otherwise free. So it might be weekends, like a lot of people end up kind of writing off a Saturday or a Sunday to do all their programming, for example. It's not, um, it's not insignificant, right? So that's 40 hours a month, let's say, to keep things simple, um, or 80 hours a month to service this 500 to 1500 pounds a month of revenue. I get it that it seems way more appealing and way more scalable than an offline fitness business. And it is because you can do it at home. You can work those hours when it makes sense for you rather than kind of at 5am in the morning, right? But um, there's not much scale potential there. And in this episode, I want to give you a, a framework for thinking about how to take something like this that you've had initial proof of concept from. So you've either been proven, it's either been proven to you by the fact that you did a launch and you got a bunch of clients or you um, have worked with a couple of clients and you realize how much more enjoyable that is than, than working on the gym floor. Or you just see like, God, if I could do this and I could get 40 clients, I could go and travel or I could you know, work from home or whatever, see my family more, see my kids more. That's been proven to you. And you're looking for a way to get that, but you're not sure how. I'm going to give you a way of how to think about that. So how do you scale from this point? And this is actually stuff that I'm, I think we've never taught before outside of propane business. So how lucky are you? <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, before I get into it, by the way, as always, um, the core way, as I've mentioned a couple of times, the core way that we help people is in our 12-week propane business program. Um, this is an extremely comprehensive step-by-step, week-by-week process and runway to building everything that I'm about to describe in your business with our detailed help there's drop-in Q&A calls, there's one-to-one time with Yusuf and myself. Um, there really is a, you know, we, we've thrown a lot into this program. There's a lot of our brains um, inside this program and a lot of our help. Um, if you would like to apply, it is and has been for quite some time uh, application only just because we want to make sure, like I, my goal for you, if you're listening to this and you're thinking about this is you go through the program, you, and this is cards on the table, right? You go through the program, you love every module, you love every week of it. You launch the processes that we teach you. You get amazing results. You leave us a great testimonial and everyone's happy. Okay. That's what we want. So we know to maximize the chances of that happening, it makes sense for us to to see whether based on kind of a lot of the data we've gathered on people we've worked with, whether where you're at makes sense for the program. Okay. So as you can probably imagine in the fitness industry, there is a wide, wide range of situations that people are in and goals that people have. We want to make sure that where you're at, what you've tried in the past, what you have in place right now, if anything at all, and where you would like this to get to makes sense for the way that we help people and also matches the results that we typically see with the program that we have. Okay. So it's application based only. There's two ways you can kind of start that process. One is to just send us an email because we know again, because we're, we're geeks and we like data that people who listen to the podcast are the best clients. Okay. So if you send me an email, the, the only way you would know this is if you listen to the podcast, if you send me an email with the subject line propane business podcast, you will be bumped right to the front of the queue. We'll even speak on the same day, if, if that's possible. Um, and we'll talk about how the program works and go through your business and all that sort of stuff. <clears throat> if you are kind of 
thinking about it, but you're not sure, maybe you're, you're worried it isn't right for you, or you just want to learn more about how it works, um, you can go to propanefitness.com forward slash business podcast. And we give away their kind of the, probably the most watched training I think we've ever done. Um, so it's a recording of a training I did earlier this year that we did for clients. Um, it's, there's a lot in it. It's about 90 minutes long. You can, you get, it's not like a fake live webinar. You can watch it as many times as you want, um, but that's available at that URL. And then once you've watched that, if you're then in a position where you think, yeah, all right, these guys um, seem to get where I'm at. I'd like to work with them. There's a link below that video to schedule one of those one-to-one sessions. Um, the only difference is sending us an email gets you to the front of the queue. All right. That's the difference. So with that said, Okay, how do we see scaling or an online fitness business or growing an online fitness business? Okay, so it's all about two things, and those two things are throughput and bottlenecks. Throughput is simply the volume that moves through your model, through from you know impressions to clicks to leads to sales to client management to lifetime value, all these sorts of things. How many eyeballs you get on the front end of your business all the way through to how many people are paying you and how long they pay you for. And then every business, no matter where they're at, has a bottleneck in it, right? Something that is throttling the progress of the business that is preventing it from moving to the next revenue level and getting more clients and all those sorts of things. And it is figuring out, firstly, where my throughput is bottlenecked, right? Where is the, is the progression through the business from people finding out about me to people opting in and becoming a lead, to people becoming a sale, to people me working with people what is stopping me from just turning up the dial and building this thing and i talk about this in some of the trainings i've done in the past this idea of a dial effect okay and what i mean by that is simply um if you imagine a like a, a speaker that's like a bluetooth speaker that's plugged into your your phone right and you're playing spotify through it and you turn up the volume on your iphone you expect the volume out of the speaker to increase and decrease if you turn the volume down and you you expect to have play and pause control right you have control over the output so you have a control panel that is spotify on your phone and the volume controls on your phone and you're able to influence the output which is the volume and the song okay and what we really need for your business to work in the way you want it to is the same dashboard or the same set of controls from a business perspective and we call that the dial effect. So in other words, if I turn the volume up, I get more leads, I make more sales, I get more clients, okay? Until I reach the point where something breaks, like the, the speaker blows out or the app disconnects or whatever, right? And I have to fix it so that I can scale it louder and louder or, or play it more and more. Um, maybe it's installing a second speaker to keep the analogy consistent, right? So we need that kind of, inf- that kind of relationship between inputs and outputs in the business. And if you don't have that, you're always going to struggle. And that's why I say... You know, sometimes people have got to the point of 10 clients by just kind of endlessly posting on their socials every day. They've got 10 clients, but you can't duplicate that. Okay, You can't then post twice a day on your socials and expect twice the output. That just doesn't work like that. So some of this involves going back to basic principles and, and building things from the ground up from day one, which is why we teach it in the way that we do in propane business. But just so you're aware of that from the beginning, excuse me, if you don't have that in place, the rest of this is going to be a struggle. Okay, so we have to start with the goal or with the end in mind. You've probably heard that phrase before. And that is simply to say, when we are talking about scale or growth or business development, we have to clarify what the end point actually looks like. Because some people think that 
2000 a month in revenue would be the biggest business they can imagine. Some people think that £200,000 a month in revenue is the biggest business they can, that they can imagine. Both of those would have very different bottlenecks. Okay? Both of those would, would require very different levels of throughput and probably different thing, different items and, and assets in the business completely. Okay, So we start with revenue goal because that keep, keeps things simple and it also informs the rest of the, the analysis. So let's say, for example, you want your online fitness business to generate um, 5000 a month right? Just to keep things, I'm going to keep the numbers very, very simple, mainly for my benefit, but also for your benefit as well. Okay. So let's say that the goal is 5,000 a month. And let's say I have a recurring program that is priced at, so what we charge our group-based program in Propin Fitness is priced at a hundred a month. We charge 97, but let's call it a hundred a month. All right. Then I can figure out that I require as a result, 5,000 divided by hundred, I need 50 recurring clients paying that every single month. For those of you on our email list who've perhaps applied for Propin Business in the, in the past or anything like that, who have been on any of our challenges or webinars in the past, you will have seen us run through something called the Freedom Calculator. I often use the same analysis for that. Okay, So we have 50, we need 50 clients. Okay, Now let's say I have a, a process that allows me to convert leads into sales at let's say because I'm spending, you know, I'm really going after cold traffic and people who don't know who I am. Let's say it converts at 3%. Okay. So every hundred leads that I get roughly on average, I make three sales of my program. Now this gets more complicated again, because we would normally sell a front end product that would be between 150 and 500 pounds, um, depending on the industry and the client and all those sorts of things that we're helping. Um, but we'll not include that. Okay, so this is kind of the worst case scenario. We wouldn't be acquiring a client for £100. We'd be acquiring them for, acquiring them for more than that. And then they would become a recurring client for £100 a month. But we'll assume the worst case scenario and that someone, when someone buys from you, they buy something that's £100 in value in total. So if I have a system that converts at 3%, then I need to acquire 50 clients. I need 1,000 666 leads, okay, going through that proven conversion process. Then I can work out how many clicks I need, all right? And even, I'm not going to do the math on that because it gets ridiculous and also irrelevant, but I can work out how many clicks I need if my landing, bearing in mind how much my landing page converts at. I can even work out how many impressions I need to serve with posts, with advertising, etc. okay? So, in fact, you know what? Let's let's do it just to, to prove a point. Okay, so um, let's say my landing page converts at fifty percent. So I, I need one thousand six hundred sixty six leads, and roughly speaking, um, every for every two clicks that I get on my landing page, I make a I get an opt in or a lead. I need three thousand three hundred thirty two clicks. All right, which is quite a lot. I think you'll agree. Okay, quite a lot of people to click, and so. Again, we can we can reverse engineer that a step further and work out impressions, but that's only really relevant in the context of something I'm going to speak up about in a minute. But what this should let you realize, or what this should prove to you, is that to do this organically is almost impossible. Okay, almost. And the reason I say that is, uh, by organically, I mean posting for free. Okay, so if you've got your first five to ten clients by posting for free chances are those people had a pretty high like, win rate or they were pretty likely to work with you because they probably knew who you were and all these sorts of things. 
as we start to bring more kind of newer people into the business who don't know who you are, the chances of them buying goes down, which is why our sales process that we teach generally converts between three to 5%, which is not very many really when you think about there's a hundred people, I'm only making three to five sales there. Because a lot of people just need a lot of time to, to work out whether they trust you or not. So to get, if, to get 50 clients, we need 3,000 people to click on something and you have 1,500 followers on Instagram, for example, hopefully you can see that the maths of that is just never going to work. And in fact, the journey you would then need to go on is, well, I need to basically double the size of my Instagram account and then get every single person on my Instagram account to click. Okay, Even if you have 10,000 people on your Instagram followers, you would need a third of them to click on a link, which just isn't, that's just not how these things work. Generally speaking, you will see like five to maybe 10% of people might see a story that you post, never mind click. So if you're in the position where you already have a huge audience and you run something, you run a promotion to an offer, it's perfectly possible. And by huge, I'm talking hundreds of thousands, potentially millions. It's perfectly possible that these, this maths might work and you might get 50 clients. And that's why you have to be very wary of the fact that when you're looking at people who are teaching these things, Okay, when they're teaching how to build a business online, if they have a couple hundred thousand followers for a reason that isn't related, so if they have a couple hundred thousand followers because they post a lot of topless photos or they post a lot of uh, like uh, modeling shots, bikini shots, swimwear shots, uh, they've been on TV before, they've got a personality brand from another for another reason, and they or they're really good at like viral videos and the people follow them because they're entertaining, then for them to convert. A percentage of the of their audience into clicking and then into customers is a different game because they can just do a swipe up. Most of us, in fact, everybody starts with an Instagram following of zero, right? And we have to build it. And building it's difficult because it's a game that we're playing that isn't doesn't have defined rules. So hopefully, what this is showing to you is for this to actually be realistic and possible for anybody watching this who isn't an influencer, right? Which is me and yourself are not influencers. You need to be using advertising. Okay. Or specifically, you need to be using technology and the internet to duplicate and replicate yourself, to allow this to work 24-7 rather than when you happen to be on your phone or on social media. Okay. The, the way to think about this in the, in the most simple sense okay, is that attention is basically sold online. I can run an advert on Instagram, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on Twitter, on Google, on YouTube, any of these platforms, and they will basically charge me what is called a CPM or a cost per 1,000 impressions to show a bit of creative to their audience, okay? So if I pay £10 to show an ad a 1,000 times, but I know that when I show an ad for a 1,000 times, I reverse engineer and I know all my numbers and I know I make £15, okay? So I'm, I make five pounds profit for every thousand units of, of attention I buy. Why would I try and play the game of building my Instagram audience by 500 people? It just doesn't make sense. Okay. It is a complete misallocation of your time. Why is everybody not doing this? Simply because this stuff, what I'm talking about is not sexy and exciting. It requires some proper thought and it's a bit tricky and it's a bit scary, okay? Those are the reasons. It's not as simple as post on Instagram every day. Anybody can do that, more or less, okay? But figuring out a marketing strategy and a sales process and a system and automation and making gluing all these things together, 
that's hard. But the advantage is if you accept that it's hard and put time and effort into figuring it out, it's also the path less trodden and more likely to work. So we are basically, to, to scale, you need to look at this as I'm going to replicate myself with technology. Okay, so if we take an, on, an offline coach, all of the service is delivered in person by a person physically at a location with another person in a physical gym. Okay, the result is delivered with an hour of somebody's time. The sale is done usually by the person in a gym because the, the person, the prospect is in the gym already training and you have a kind of maybe a transformation session with them or initial session. You sell the program to them there and then. The leads are done generally because people come to the gym. So everything is done one-to-one physically, all right? There's no automation really, aside from a few things. There's no automation. And the scale is simply, well, how many people are in the gym? How many people live in my local area? How many people go to the gym? How long can I spend in the gym? Those are the factors, all right? And it all relies on you. To move online and to scale online, we can use technology to multiply ourselves. right? It's a weird way to think about it. But the coaching can be done with a course, with digital information, with videos, audios, articles. You can even have systems that answer questions. You can have, you can bring in staff who support your, your clients long-term. Okay, sales can be done by an automated sequence and a sales presentation that can sell to multiple people around the world at any one time. And the leads can be generated by ads that are running 24-7 across the world on multiple platforms. So you have all of these things that are running constantly all of the time that means that your time is then spent creating bits of content that are going to help tens or hundreds of thousands of people over the lifetime of your business. Really, where you really get to kind of impact people and add value rather than just working with people one-to-one. So back to the question of where is the where is the bottleneck and how is your throughput? Okay, here are the things that we that we do. So we figured out that we need 50 clients, Okay. We figured out that we know we need 50 clients at £100 a month to make the £5,000 a month target of our revenue target. That's what we want to scale to. So the first question is, if I had 50 clients, could I actually coach them? All right. Would that break my business? Would those people get a linearly worse service? Most people are in that position. All right. We even chatted with Eric Helms. You may have heard of him before. He's a pretty big deal in the online fitness industry these days. From memory from the podcast with him, I think his max client load one-to-one was like 40 people, okay? And he himself said that was pretty tough. Yusuf and I, the max we've ever coached is 35 each. That's hard, doing that one-to-one, okay? So if you want to do 50 people one-to-one, either you need to get very, very comfortable with charging more money, which I, I don't recommend for lots of reasons. You can go back and listen to that, the kind of the, the high-ticket um, stuff you can maybe charge twice the amount or, or 1.5 times the amount and stuff like that but you're gonna it means your conversion is going to be lower it means your marketing has to be better all these sorts of things so we'll keep the example simple for now you need 50 clients that's going to be hard to do one-to-one okay and even if you say well i'm going to charge double if you want to build a business beyond that it's still going to be the case that almost all of your time even even 30 clients one-to-one will be almost all of your time on a weekly basis coaching those people which means you enter this seesaw problem of marketing and delivery. So when you get busy, when you have a lot of clients on your books and you're coaching a lot of people one-to-one, a lot of your time is on the delivery side of the equation, which means 
less marketing happens, which means fewer people come in through your lead generation, which means you can't spend time to build systems and content, search-based content, and build out your, your business in other areas so that when clients leave, it's harder to replace them. Okay, you, you want your time spent equally across all of the different areas, lead generation, sales, and delivery, and improving the systems that do that, not delivering it one-to-one. Because the first thing we look at is we need a group-based program in place. All right, we need a way for you to handle up to 100 or maybe more people first before you even start saying, well, I'm going to just get 50 people and throw them into whatever I can sell them. Because the problem that, that happens with that or the mistake that we made is your marketing really works and then you end up digging a hole for yourself that you can't get out of. Okay, so what we look at is the flywheel, which is a thing that is, is discussed a lot at the moment online. Jeff Bezos made it pretty famous. Basically, the idea of if you think of a negative flywheel, it's something that gets worse with volume. All right, so a negative flywheel would be I'm coaching everybody one-to-one. I have 10 clients and I get five more clients. It means my time increases linearly. It means my 10 existing clients get a worse service. It means the five new clients get a worse service than my first five clients. And everything continues down that road. So the more, the busier I get, the worse everything becomes. I have to work longer. My hourly rate probably drops. The client experience goes down. Clients leave, clients complain, etc. A positive flywheel would be something that improves with volume. So in a group-based program, five new clients sign up. They go through an automated sequence. They ask three questions. You answer those questions in an evergreen way add the questions to an FAQ document that sits in an automation that serves those clients and then every subsequent client. They join your community groups, old clients, welcome them and answer any questions because that people love being helpful. Okay. That will be a positive flywheel in a group coaching scenario. So you can coach 50 people, 60 people, a hundred people. Your coaching time shouldn't scale linearly. Okay. We then need to look at with your coaching program, if the way you're running it, are scale opportunities integrated into that? And what I mean by that is when you have a group-based coaching program set up properly, you should be able to just hire, this is exactly what we did. We hired a former or actually a current client to just come in and be a community manager and help us manage the group. We hired a former client to come in and be an admin assistant, okay, to deal with support tickets and things like that. Okay. If you have a group-based program set up properly, you can just bring people into the business to help you scale even faster. Second thing we need to look at is your pricing and your lifetime value. Now, again, massive topic. I'm not going to get into the details of pricing, but basically you need to make sure that the pricing of your program supports your revenue targets. So and by that, I mean two things. Pricing on a monthly basis is one thing and people get fo- so focused around charging as much as they can on day one. So let's say you charge... £800 for a six-month program, something like that, and you sell it over the phone. The problems with that are, one, it's a big outlay up front for online coaching, so you have to sell it over the phone, which is an hour of your time. It means that someone is probably going to expect a very bespoke, very manual service because it's 800 quid. And also, you're going to have to have another conversation in six months' time or whatever to resell that person back onto the £800. By contrast, right, and also, frankly, refund rates are higher, because someone's just paid 800 quid. They probably did it because they were really excited. Three days in when they realize it's just you kind of communicating them with over, over an app. Like, you know what? I could have used this and gone on holiday. I'm just going to ask for my money back. I've changed my mind. It was, a, it was a really big outlay. I couldn't really afford it. I'm going to ask for my money back. We flip that on its head and we say, well, how might I get the lifetime value of my client to be two and a half grand? Okay, how might I go about doing that? Well, what if I charge £100 a month but I deliver a fantastic service to those people that they believe is worth way more than what they pay. 
Okay. So for a hundred pounds a month, it'd be pretty hard to get a really thorough experience with a PT every month, right? You'd, you'd need multiple sessions. You'd need to arrange those around the time that suited you. And you probably couldn't get that many sessions for a hundred pounds. Instead, for £100 a month, they are involved, engulfed in our community, right? There's so many things to do. They get access to hours and hours, over a year of video-based material, a course, tuition, teaching, accountability. They're in a group of people who are similar to them. And they are being managed by a system that doesn't really take any more of our time when that person gets added. So if someone bought today and signs up today, it doesn't mean I have to spend an hour setting them up or the systems take care of that. The support functions take care of that. If they stay for two years which honestly is is not unheard of in our programs, okay? I think I talk, talk about this all the time. I think I get it wrong every time I say, but basically Yusuf has a client who's been with us since we started Propin Fitness, which is 10 years, okay? So online retention is, it's absolutely possible to have people stay with you five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years. And one of the ways to do that is to deliver a service that's outstanding, that people believe is worth way more than what they pay, so they tell their friends, so they stick around. It's not something they're just desperate to cancel as soon as they get an opportunity to. They're more likely to give you testimonials and referrals and all these sorts of things. So the pricing has to make sense for your goal. If my goal is 100 grand a year, that's what everyone has, right? How many clients do I need if I had X amount of clients paying me for 12 months every month? Is Does that match my annual revenue? Okay. If you're selling bulk packages one-to-one, there's a lot more emphasis on getting new cash in the door every month versus building a monthly recurring revenue of 50, 60, 70, or 100 clients paying you 100 pounds a month, okay? Third thing is sales conversion. This is where most people start to get stuck. So I speak to people quite a lot who have a really polished delivery system. Their business is really well set up, but they can't make sales and they can't get leads. So first thing you need to know and I can almost guarantee if you're listening to this, you don't know this, is how many leads does it take you to make a sale? How many people do you have to opt in to the main funnel that you're using for you to make a sale? One of the mistakes that people make so often is they try seven different things and try and make them all work. We have one funnel for each each offer. Okay, that's not entirely fair. We have one funnel for our fitness business. We have one funnel for propane business. We have one funnel for everything that we do. And we are just machining that and engineering it to operate as cleanly and as efficiently as possible with the least amount of waste, with the highest amount of engagement, with the most amount of people who opt in becoming clients. And we're making it better and better every single week and month. Okay. If you're trying seven different things to match someone who spent a year optimizing one, you'll always lose. Okay. So because you spend a lot of time focusing on one thing, we teach every propane business client one funnel. Because we're maximizing that, we know how many leads it takes to make a sale. If you know that, then you can start to figure out, well, where am I going down? Where am I breaking? Where, is this, where am I falling down here? Am I, I'm, not making enough, I'm not making any sales. Well, is it a lead problem or is it a conversion problem? Then you can look at the consistency and the regularity of your conversion. So am I making sales a couple of times a week? If not, why not? Where is this breaking? Is there a sales bottleneck here? So does this is this requiring me to sell stuff? A lot of people are doing um, sales calls for, for their coaching, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you don't have the time to do the calls or if it's taking you a lot of time to answer questions, then you need to look at that as well. Is the selling happening one-to-one over calls or is it one-to-many via presentations? All of these things feed into, am I not making sales because I don't have enough people to sell to or is the way that I'm selling to them not working? We, when we help someone with this stuff, we build inside out. So basically we start with the sales conversion process, make sure that works and then build everything around it. So 
any propane business customers listen to this won't have this problem or shouldn't have this problem. Um, if you do, get on one of the Q&A calls as soon as you can. Um, but you should be be, review, be viewing things from that perspective. So I have a converting sales process and then I'm trying to increase the volume into that sales process. Final thing is lead generation. So do you actually have enough people to sell to? Most people think they have a conversion problem. They actually just have a volume problem. They don't have enough people coming into their business. Okay. And you can have paid sources. You can have organic sources, things like this podcast, for example, where we have a fitness podcast as well. YouTube, articles, websites, whatever, your social media. You should be retargeting people who interacted with you via email and all these sorts of things. So just get as many interested people into your world as possible. And this becomes a web that you're gradually improving and building and making um, happen at a higher and higher volume. So lead generation basically comes down to advertising, as I was saying. And I think like, if you have ambitions to do this at a volume that we're speaking about here, so 50 plus clients, you are just, it is honestly my view that you, you do need to use advertising unless you have a huge audience. If you want this to happen within the next year and you aren't willing to play the game of building your audience organically, which takes a long, long time, you need to use advertising. How do you use advertising? You have a process that allows you to break even on the ad cost. So I put a thousand pounds in, I make a thousand pounds back. Those people are rebuild in six weeks time or four weeks time or eight weeks time. I make another thousand pounds. And the, and the whole thing compounds and escalates like that. If you don't have that in place, you're always going to be, be beaten by the person who does. And you're always going to struggle to catch the person who does. Okay, It's not sexy. It's not exciting. It takes a bit of hard work. But putting time and effort into getting that working means that this time next year, you'll be able to handle scale that you previously never thought was possible. All right. So hopefully this has sparked some thoughts for you. Okay, If you're sat there with five clients, it's taking a lot of time. You figured out that either it's delivery and you have a negative flywheel in your delivery. Maybe your pricing and your lifetime value is just never going to allow you to meet your goals anyway. If your goal is to do 200 grand a year and you sell something for 20 pounds a month, it's probably not going to work realistically. Okay, With sales conversion, if you don't know how many leads it takes to make you a sale, you don't have a sales system. If you don't have a sales system, you can't use advertising. Okay, Once you have a sales system, then lead generation shouldn't be a problem. You shouldn't be relying on posting your family holiday on your Instagram story to get a lead, okay? Because you can use advertising to run 24-7 around the world to bring people into your sales system that is going to sell your program that can handle as many people as you need it to handle. All right, bit of an intense episode. Hopefully that was helpful. If you've got any questions, you can always reach out to us over, uh, over Instagram or email. You can send us a DM or an email. If you're sat here thinking like, right, fine, Johnny, that's it, I'm in you've sold me. I'm convinced. Let's work together. Propane business is designed for both for people who are wanting to scale their online fitness business. If you can't, basically propane business is for you. If you can't answer the question, how many leads does it take to make a sale? Okay. If you can't answer that question, if you can answer that question, you're still stuck. You can still drop us an email and we help people on a one-to-one -one basis for people who are a fit. It's why we do applications. Okay. To make sure that the way we help you is right for you. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. Hope you enjoy the episode that's coming up this weekend. I'm not sure what it is in podcast land, but it'll probably be an interview with someone. Um, as always, if you're enjoying this stuff, if you're enjoying the podcast, we'd love it if you could leave us a review on iTunes. It just helps us justify doing this. It helps us know we're on the right lines with stuff you guys want to hear. If you have guests you'd like us to interview, if you have um, uh, topics you'd like us to cover, follow one of those paths that I just mentioned before, get in touch with us. We're always receptive to hear from you guys. All right, I'll speak to you next time. Speak soon.
Want to learn more about the systems we use to run, build, and scale propanefitness.com? Head over to propanefitness.com forward slash business podcast and you can get your hands on our free training that covers the seven steps that we take with every client that we help build their own online business and also the seven steps that we use to successfully build Propane Fitness. We walk through the sales systems, the delivery systems, follow-up, remarketing, how to basically build your program so that it delivers coaching to your clients without you being there 24-7. We really do cover the full thing, right? And if you want to continue even further and potentially work with us, there's a chance to book in a call to have an informal chat with Yusuf or I to just basically see if any of our programs would be a fit to help you get from where you are to where you want to get to. So go to propanefitness.com forward slash business podcast today and get access to that. If you'd like to learn just more about Yusuf and I, more about us, what we do, follow us on the various channels, the best place to go is our YouTube channel. We have a load of stuff from fitness content, productivity content, why Yusuf slept on the floor for several months, why he's been having cold showers. There's always stuff on there that's entertaining and hopefully informative. So just go to YouTube, search for Propane Fitness, and you can find out a bit more about us there as well. Speak to you on the next episode.